Hello, and welcome to Jay Fonce's Ignorance, episode uh, 14, I think. Uh, I'm sitting here with Terry McWilliams, and uh, he's the CEO of the Midwest Old Threshers. Is it a foundation? Uh, we're an association. We're a 501c3 nonprofit organization. It's called the official title is the Midwest uh, Old Settlers and Threshers Association. Ah, so you were asking me, what the heck am I doing here? And so I, <laughs> I'll just give a little quick synopsis. For uh, people who are listening, so I'm living in an RV for the first time for the first week. I'm brand new to RVs, never had one before. I've been a computer programmer for 20 years. I've been uh, working uh, telecommuting for five years. So for five years, I can work from anywhere, right? Uh, but I've never spent much time away from the house. But now my kid's off to college, and I'm like, oh hey, I don't really need a house, do I? I can just live in an RV. And so this week, actually, on your campground was my first week living full-time in an RV, trying to uh, figure out all the buttons and switches and everything else. And I think everything's working on the unit, so I'm really happy <laughs> with the unit. But yeah, I'm here in southeast Iowa, in a, in Mount Pleasant, Iowa. And this is a 120-acre park um, that's a... Uh, it, the Old Threshers Reunion is the, the largest festival, I think. That I, And correct me, interrupt me anytime when I screw this up. The Old Threshers Reunion is the largest festival. Uh, it's held September 1st through the 5th here in Mount Pleasant, Iowa, and I have uh, memories of being here with my grandparents, uh, uh, two of which are now deceased, and so uh, being on this campground is really, you know, powerful experience for me just because I have so many memories. My parents grew up here in Mount Pleasant, and my grandparents' farm is out here on uh, Henry Jefferson County Road, and uh, I'm, uh, I'm now experimenting with, hey, I've been telecommuting to my job in New York City, uh, for five years now. Can I actually travel around the country and do my job from anywhere? So I've been in the coffee shop up on the square in Mount Pleasant, you know, <laughs> using their Wi-Fi and in the library using their study rooms. You've got a great library here. Um, but, uh, yeah, did that answer your question? That, yeah, that? that's great. That sounds kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for, for spending the, the time. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm blown away by the size of the campground here. The, the scale of it is amazing, and the Old Threshers Reunion is just this massive event with, I don't know how many thousands of visitors you guys get in every year from all over North America. You said yesterday you were saying there were folks from Europe traveling. And oh, yeah. We have visitors that come to the reunion from all over. Uh, last year at the uh, 2015 reunion, we had folks from Australia that were on a, a tour of the United States, uh, and they were in the United States for about 20, 21 days, and they spent a day and a half of their 21 days here at the Old Threshers reunion. <laughs> Uh, Midwest Old Threshers started in 1950. Uh, our event now is, is grown to be probably one of the largest steam shows in the country. Um, and it's always five days ending Labor Day. So that's the kicker. You have to pay attention. To, you know, Labor Day is still one of those floating holidays. You know, that Monday changes. So this year we are, as you said, one through five of September. Last year we were one, we were, you know, ended on the seventh, you know, so and each year it changes. So you have to pay attention to when Labor Day is to find out the days of our event. Uh, which, you know, kind of makes planning a little bit more a challenge every year. But, uh, yeah, the Old Threshers Reunion has been going on all that time here in Mount Pleasant. And, uh, we are averaging, just to answer your question, around anywhere from 30 to 35,000 people. And we do that on hard ticket sales. Uh, people have the option to buy that five day pass, which gets them a wristband. They can come in all five days, uh, or a one day pass. So, we don't do like some events where they count you when you come in and out of the gate, you know, if you if you leave and then you get scanned and you come back. So that's just thirty to thirty five thousand is the way we've been averaging on hard ticket sales. 
So if, you know, half of those people have a five-day pass and you were to count them every day they come in, you know, our attendance for the reunion would be much larger. But we just do it off hard ticket sales. Yeah, and you, you mentioned the uh, the largest steam, did you, the steam tractor event. So if you've never been to Old Threshers, it's just amazing because there are these uh, tractors from 1920 that are all wood fire. They were they were coal historically. They burned coal for a while. And some of them did coal. It, yeah, the steam engines weren't around long. They were in the you know early 1900s, uh, late maybe 1800s when steam engines were around. A lot of them burned coal, and you know, or, or they can burn wood. You know, you, it's uh, it's not like today where you go out and throw a key in something and turn it up and take off. Uh, you know, those. <laughs> I've heard many stories from the the old folks with the steam engines. Some of the old guys that you know, you go out in the morning. You know, you got to fill it full of water, get a fire going. You got to get that water hot because you got to build up that steam. Because if you don't have that steam, you ain't moving the steam engine. You know, so yeah. it takes a little longer than today. You know, and these machines are just enormous, and they're like uh, there's a there's a phenomenon called uh, steampunk. You know, which is this whole aesthetic and meme on the internet. But these machines are huge, and they're blowing huge clouds of white steam everywhere. And that's the highlight, at least for me in my memories of the of the reunion coming with my grandparents and seeing these huge flywheels that are spinning and just everything's mechanical and people are feeding them constantly and they've got what five levers they got to pull all the time and you know <laughs> it's just it's just amazing and so I I arrived uh, the what Sunday night and I didn't I had no idea that on uh, or sorry Saturday night I had no idea on Sunday. That there'd be a bunch of guys prepping these huge tractors, uh, I assume for the for the the show upcoming, just checking them out. Is that what they were doing? No, actually, we offer a steam school, and you can individuals can sign up and 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 pay a, a small fee and come on a two day class and learn how to operate a steam engine. No kidding. Yep, and so <laughs> that's what you arrived in was the second, you know, the end of the first day and the second day of steam school, our first one for this year. We had a twenty four. Individuals, some came as far away as Kansas, um, and uh, so on Sunday when those steam engines were out running, those were certified operators, you know, on the engines. But the students were there as well, and they were learning how to run a steam engine. And now that they've all passed those courses, uh, that weekend course, some of them will come back and we'll let them run engines during the reunion, or they'll tag up with some of the folks that they met and get to drive their engines during the reunion because we parade all that stuff during the sh- during the reunion. As yeah. long as Mother Nature is nice to us, you know, of the big parade every day at noon, so. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just, it's just incredible. You'll be walking around the campground during the reunion and these huge steam powered. And then there's tons of medium sized uh, steam powered engines that are, that are running and a lot of small demonstration style engines. So there's camps all over the, uh, all over the place. Well, we have a little bit of everything from the north to the south. If you come to the Old Thrasher's Reunion, you're going to see the traction steam engines. That's our big ones, but we also have models of those. We're ranging right around about a hundred of those full size and model steam engines. Um, and then that you have is the tractor, because, uh, you know, the tractor didn't come until after the steam engine. And so we have some of the original tractors. And in the old days, they made the first original tractors huge because they figured they had to be big like the steam engines. Well, you know, that's not quite the case. But when you go out to our tractor area, uh, last year we had close to a thousand antique tractors on display on top of the hundred antique steam engines that were out there. And all that stuff runs. That's one yeah. thing about old thrashers. Everything still runs. We still... <laughs> Play with our toys, as we like to say. Yeah. You know, and out there on the ground, you're going to find a horse with horses and wagons and, and horse demonstrations, tractor demonstrations, steam demonstrations, threshing, sawmills, uh, corn shelling. Uh, we got antique cars and trucks. We'll have a whole area of just gas engines, the small little gas engine models that, would, that came out. We've got our North Village with uh, up in the far side with our um, our gunslingers, our school, our church, the saloon gals. We've got crafts. We've got antiques. 
Midwest Central Railroad, which is our sister organization across the street, has the steam train. Well, we have Midwest Electric Railway with the trolleys that run down through the campground, take folks all the way down to the log village with our, you know, 1800-style prairie log village. And uh, one of my favorite subjects is the food, so we don't even want to go there yet because it's getting close to lunchtime. But, you know, we have all that stuff out here that you get for the re- during the reunion, yeah. as well as then now we, we do, you know, we do concerts in the evenings and uh, free ground entertainment all day. I mean, you can't take this place in in a day. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's massive. And the, it's, yeah, it's the, there's a throng of people. Is there two different uh, gauges of tracks? Like, is there a wide track or is it all narrow track? Because there's full, you've got a full carriage house, caboose house. I mean, there's, I don't know how many trains are on site. Well, the you're looking at two different things, what you got there. We've got the, the full-size uh, track is down here for uh, the trolley system. And I think we have right now five or six different trolleys that we use to move people on our electric trolleys. Midwest Central Road has an narrow gauge steam train, which is on the north side of the grounds. So yeah, we have two different size tracks and two different things that run on them, but both you can take rides on. Yeah. <laughs> what, what happens in the log? I, so I had never been, My you know, my grandparents weren't always moving real fast uh, <laughs> when I was here. And so I had no idea on the other side of 60 acres of RV park, uh, that there's the the log village. What mm-hmm. what all happens out there? Is there woodworking and? Oh yeah, the uh, our log village is the 1800 style log, uh, prairie village. Um, it's ran by uh, volunteers and explorer post group actually. Um, so you got adults and kids. They're out there dressed in the time period clothing. You know, in August, those wool pants and things can be a little hot. Um, but they do all kinds of the the activities down there in the log village. They do have a woodworking shop. They have the barn. They have some animals. They have a school. They have a public house. Um, they do activities with the kids, like they're going to school in the one room schoolhouse, and, and they have public meetings, and they do outdoor. They have a makeshift wedding uh, all, during the event with kids. You know, the families. You know, and it's just what it would have been like living in the you know in the prairie time. Um, and do they do like tanning too. Are there any of that kind of stuff? They have some um, some groups that come in and sell some uh, you know buckskinner things and that type of stuff. They do rope making for the kids. They show splitting logs. There is also a blacksmith shop down there, so they show some some of that stuff. Um, like a full forge. That yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like. yeah, yeah. And we actually have another blacksmith and a wheelwright shop in our North Village up in Snipe Run. So, um, oh, the, the, what is Snipe Run? Well, Snipe Runs our old West Town on the North Side. Oh, okay. Uh, all the way up at the other north side where the gunslingers are and the saloon gals and the train depot. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, there's the live and, Yep, show. the live shows yeah, up in yeah. that area, and there's uh, we've got a wheelwright shop up there. They work on wagon wheels right next to the black shop where those guys are working on the forge and pounding away as well. So I'm worried about security on the grounds because that bank gets robbed every year I've been here. Yeah, that bank gets robbed a lot, and so does the train. Sometimes it's not <laughs> safe to ride the train. You might lose some of your pocket change. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the... It's all roped off, of course, for the safety of the the demonstrators. But they're firing, I think, live black powder, and I mean, you know, so <laughs> yeah, the guns, the, the OT smoking gunslingers. They got the good guys and the bad guys, and uh, you never know, they might break a buddy out of jail, rob the bank, or rob the train, and uh, uh, yeah. so it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a heck of a show. And the um, just because I'm nerding out on the tractors, the those steam uh, engines, that, like I think. I think you said engines, and what that means is those are the huge permanent power generation uh, engines that are in the In this building, they're stationary steam engines. Yeah. At the other end of this, one of our museum buildings here, um, we have a whole section of stationary steam engines, which they're they're, they're actual steam engines, uh, but they would have been 
uh, basement of hospitals to provide, you know, electricity. Um, or there's a giant one that used to be at a uh, city's water pump, you know, pump the water for the community. These are um, massive. Those I mean, are huge. Are, yeah. There's a lot of those. I there, don't know how many tons of steel. There's, there's one in our museum back there, the, the big one. Uh, actually, we had to, when it became given to us, it's the one for the city's water pump. They had to build the building around it after they brought it in. Uh, it's, it's huge back how there. How do you transport that? I mean, that's heavy. I don't know. I wasn't here then. Right? Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> like a house is lightweight compared to moving that. Oh man, they just yeah. massive. And I don't know how many parts they break down into. I would think that that would be a heck of a logistical thing. I, I wanted to ask you about the, the volunteer. You must have an army of volunteer, uh, volunteer folks working and then, uh, just keeping the grounds going year round. And the old threshers reunion is just one of, I think you said, uh, eight. There's, uh, sorry, I should have. Read up a little better. We have a lot of events that we do throughout the year on our grounds. I mean, we have um, we have this big facility and events park, so we have to do other stuff. I mean, being a nonprofit, you know, we have to try to figure out other things. And you're correct. We can't do it without volunteers. I mean, we have a staff of uh, five full-time folks, um, and I have about three part-time people that help us in the summer, but the rest of the work is done by volunteers out here. Um, last year in 2015, we had over 40,000 volunteer hours, which we recorded. Not everybody gives us their hours, you know, because yeah. <laughs> don't, I don't need to tell them. I, you know, I worked and, and helped them out, um, which, you know, accumulates to roughly 300 plus people that gave hours to this association to make it happen. Yeah. Um, which is great because we could definitely not do anything if we didn't have those folks with us. A lot of folks that the old threshers is a family tradition. You know, it's gone on oh, for yeah. years. They grew up here. They can't, they come back. Um, they're part of it. So, you know, that's, that's how they support the association the best they can is they come back and they volunteer. And, and we have folks that do just about anything and everything for us. And you've got some folks have been here volunteering with the same lemonade stand, I assume. Oh, the same groups, the same, the same, same organ, you know, running <laughs> volunteers to work on the trolleys, the train, volunteers in the tractor. I mean, every area has their own volunteers. Some of them just come back and we'll do anything and everything for us. You know, okay, it's time to paint this building. All right, well, we'll call up these volunteers and they'll come out and, you know, Tom Sawyer it up and we're painted and good to go. And, you know, with as, as many buildings as we have, we have close to 30 buildings out here plus the grounds and everything. It, it takes it takes that many volunteers. Um, the reunion isn't the only thing that we do. Um, we have to do other events um, and we host things on our grounds uh, throughout the year the best we can. Uh, we only have two buildings that are climate controlled, so the winter months are a little bit more of a challenge. Um, theater museum across the street is climate controlled in this office area, so obviously i got a small space if we're going to do anything in the cold months. Um, but, for example, this spring uh, we're, we're doing school tours, uh, which is a traditional event that we bring in 4th, 5th, and 6th graders uh, to the grounds. And they get a two, two and a half hour tour and they see working steam engines and tractors and ride the trolley and go down to the log village and do all that. Uh, in May, we also have our Greater Iowa Swap Meet and Flea Market, a two day swap meet and flea market. So we'll put a couple hundred vendors with old sh rusty stuff and they cleaned <laughs> out the barn or whatever. Uh, plus, plus some professional vendors that come, you know, travel to swap meets and, and that comes up at the end of May on Memorial Day weekend. And that that's not just the grounds. Like, all over Mount Pleasant, there's lots of, like, you come down, uh, what is it, Highway 34? But, there, I mean, there's lots of uh, lots of folks parked over there. And I, I get the impression those are full-time, pretty much full-time traveling from park to park to park 
folks, right? Or, or from festival to festival? Yeah, there are some like that. And especially during the reunion, you'll see a lot more of those folks set up around town. Yeah. Um, but for our swap meet here in May, you know, it's everything's pretty much out here on the grounds. And uh, so we do that event in May. We have an antique doll collection, so now we have a, a, a doll event that we do every year. So oh, you have a permanent doll a per- collection? A permanent here? antique doll collection. Oh, okay. uh, yep. Uh, this will be the um, 14th year for this doll event. We've had the dolls for about 15, 16 years now. Uh, so we have a doll event in June. We host other events for folks. Um, we're working with the Chamber of Commerce and our Main Street division uptown. They're going to have a barbecue and beer and brew f- festival out here in June and uh we host, uh, we're hosting a tractor drive this year in June with an organization that's coming in to use our facilities to park, you know, a couple hundred tractors and then they'll take off and drive around Southeast Iowa. Uh, okay. we have, um, uh, the plays that we do in the summer. We reenact the old tent show plays over at our theater museum. Uh, Toby Tolliver, the kind of the, the corny clown guy is, we have one of our own locals who does that. And so we put those on. <laughs> uh, we, you know, we then get into the old thrashers reunion and then, Really, the Old Thrashers Reunion, obviously, is our biggest event we do. Um, but now the second and third biggest come right after that. So uh, we have a busy fall because as soon as the Old Thrashers Reunion is done, we now start um, into the Halloween season. Mm. Uh, and our friends at Midwest Central Railroad, the train, and, and our trolleys, we've hooked up together, and we have what we call the Midwest Haunted Rails. And that's family fun, and you, we decorate the train depot and out in the campgrounds, and so you ride those in Halloween. As well as then we have the Thresher's House of Terror, which is a haunted house that we do in the month of October. Uh, so we go right from uh, you know the antique agricultural stuff right into Halloween, and then right after that now we have a one-mile drive-through Christmas light park in our campground, oh, Mount Pleasant Festival yeah. of Lights. So we are, you know, we're doing something in the winter months, but we're standing outside, you know, welcoming folks to come and drive through our campground, about a mile's worth, about 60 to 70 lighted Christmas displays. So we stay pretty busy out here. January, February are months that we go, oh, we can kind of, you know, relax, but we're in the planning process, you know, for all those events um, way, in, you know, way in advance. I'll be honest here, in July, this summer, we will start working on the 2017 Old Threshers reunion in July of 2016 takes us that long oh. to plan an event yeah. for the reunion. And some of the some of the help that you need is very uh, uh, specialized. I mean, the the, the locomotives, the, you must have guys that have been working trains forever, railroads forever, that, that help with that. Is that a, a partnership with the railroad? Is that what you... Well, Midwest Central Railroad and Old Threshers used to be one organization. Okay. In the 1950s, you know, they got kind of an, uh, oh, my train's better than your steam engine. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. So the, the train folks broke off and became their own nonprofit organization, the Midwest Central Railroad uh, Association um, with the steam just, train. just here mm-hmm. on the grounds? Mm-hmm. Is that a, yep. Oh, okay? Yep. Um, and that's the steam train that runs on the north side of the grounds. Um, and so, uh, yeah, they and they have folks that have, you know, love trains and you know it's a passion for folks and so they've all been educated on how to run the equipment and you know be conductors and do all that just like we have the folks that on our side that like the trolleys you know electric trolley system all been trained on how to you know to run and be motormen and conductors for the trolleys and uh and that's one thing about what we have and it's kind of hard to do to explain, you really have to see it, you know, to believe all that. But, you know, there are people out there that have the passions about collecting antique tractors or continuing on the family tradition with a steam engine. And, you know, they're all very passionate about what they like. Yeah. Um, you know, there's the horse people or, you know, they're true blue horse folks. You yeah. know, they're out there. <laughs> 
hooking up the horses and all the reins and doing the horse pull or using them to run the, the sawmill or, you know, or all the events that the horses do. And it's that way with everything, all the gas engine, cars, trucks, you name it. So Yeah, and those, those steam engines are no joke. I mean, if you don't know what you're doing, you're you're heating They're, up a big bomb, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it could, pretty much. <laughs> I, I, historically, I mean, <laughs> there have been accidents right where the whole thing just explodes there has been i think the last one might have been around 2008 9 somewhere in there there was a another show in a different state that had a steam engine that blew up oh no yeah um and and the folks on it obviously were were killed and there were other people that were injured and it was operator error uh and that's why our folks here you know go through steam school and have to be certified and is that like a state certification or you guys it's just here it's just here yeah Yeah. um state of iowa and i'm not sure i'll get this right the state of iowa um, doesn't have too much of inspections for steam engines, but we have our own crew of gentlemen here that have been doing it for so years. They inspect all the engines and the boilers and all the gaskets and everything before they are approved to operate at our event. But for a few decades, there there were thousands of those all over Iowa, mm-hmm. right? And that yeah, was the yeah. way that it was done. That was yeah, that That's was how it. Farming worked. Mm-hmm. That was the, yeah. <laughs> and then my dad told me, you, you can correct me if he's wrong, but what he told me is they were when they. When they got those tractors going, they're like, oh, the bigger we make it, the bigger we make it, the bigger we make it, the more we can plow, the more we can plow, the more we can plow. And they got them so huge that they were so heavy that as they rolled over the ground, they'd compact the ground so hard that even they couldn't plow the ground anymore because they didn't have enough power. Is that true? Or is that some of that is some of that is very true because some of the steam <laughs> engines got bigger and bigger. You know, they think they could do more, more horsepower. They could pull, you know, more plows and do all that. Uh, right now, our largest steam engine is uh, our uh, 110 horsepower case. Which actually is not here right now at this moment. It's it's being worked on, you know. And unfortunately, steam engines aren't. You don't go to the local hardware store or the you know the mechanic and pull up the parts you need to fix on steam engines. So it's quite. It takes a little while to uh, either refabricate or the you know or put in new tubes for the boiler system and all that. It takes takes a little more work on some of this old stuff. And yeah. so our biggest one's not here right now. But the second biggest one is we have a. A uh, Reeves, a forty Reeves, and it's a it's a it's a huge steam engine. And yeah, I mean these steel wheels are what four foot wide. Some of them, or yeah, some I of them are just, like that. Yep. So as you're as you're rolling that through the field, you're compacting like a steamroller, like a, a steamroller <laughs> for concrete or asphalt, right? You're compacting the ground as you go, and then digging it up behind you with the plow. And I just, it's just just amazing. And these things have five hundred exposed moving parts that are moving in every direction, and steam's flying everywhere, and it's just just incredible. So I, and so I, I camped out here for the first night. You you offer um, off season uh, RV parking. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was I was here for a week, and um, the night I pulled up the next morning, these guys are all rolling by. So I was like my my 2016 uh, little travel trailer <laughs> RV was like uh, what I put on Twitter was I'm under attack by these 1920s steam engines <laughs> shooting steam everywhere and just just amazing. These these you have to see these things in, in person or I should have shot some video, but I'm sure there's lots on YouTube. Like I'll, I'll link to some, uh, YouTube videos of these engines because it's just unbelievable. Yeah. There's quite a few things out there about Midwest old thrashers reunion on YouTube. Folks can see, uh, you know, steam engines and work demonstrations with all the, you know, the things that we have. Yeah. Great. <laughs> well, this thank you so much for taking the time to, to speak with me. I know you've got a thousand things going on. Um, is there anything else we didn't cover or the, that you wanted to cover? Well, just or? to let you know, it just one of the big things is is the other the reunion's five days ending Labor Day. So our big saying around here, the other 360 days, we're actually a museum. We have the Richard Etkin Heritage Museums here, these two big buildings, which we house 
steam engines and tractors and there's the powerhouse and permanent interpretive displays in our museum um and so we you know we encourage folks if you want to get a sample of what you would see at the reunion a small small sample of that you stop by and visit the museums um and we're here 365 days out of the year it's a little cold in february and january these buildings aren't climate controlled but they're huge but they're huge you, you said they're small you know a small <laughs> sample of the reunion maybe that's true but these these I don't know how many square foot you've got, but it's enormous. These buildings are huge, but it gives gives folks a good example of what they would see at the Old Thrasher's reunion. And, uh, (laughs) you know, and so we're here all that time for folks. And, you know, we'd love to have visitors stop by because we we have the the belief here that once you've been here once, you'll get bit by what we have and, and you'll come back and visit us. And maybe it won't be every year, but... We'll get you to come back and obviously at work because you're back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, visiting my, my grandma. Um, the, so if, if they're rolling through town and through Mount Pleasant, Iowa in February, mm-hmm. um, do they just come to the business office? Yeah, they just come to the business office. And, or something, well, or? and in the winter months, I don't, we don't, we don't even have a fee in January and February because it's cold out in these buildings. Like I said, they're not climate controlled. And, and so usually if folks just make it through the building here to look at the steam engines and the tractors and then they're pretty cold. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know, they, they kind of give it up. For free though? Yeah. yeah we don't, yeah. Yeah. I don't charge into that time of the year because it's just too cold out there. But now in this, in the summer months, basically from April through the, you know, into the reunion into fall, uh, it, the fee to go through our re, our museum is only five bucks a person. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's that's real cheap to go through a museum, and this museum is hands on, which is what's way cool because you go to most museums, everything's behind glass. Don't touch. Right. We encourage you to climb aboard. You might get a little dirty, a little greasy, because everything in these museums still works, and we take it out and we play with it at the Old Thrasher's reunion. Yeah. <laughs> well, great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you're in Southeast Iowa, uh, swing by Mount Pleasant. All year round, and uh, check check out the uh, check out the exhibits. Uh, what else did I forget? You said they said the food was amazing. Yeah, the Old Thrasher's reunion. We have lots of church and civic groups that still do the food. Uh, it's still all home cooked meals, and you can eat about anything you can think of, and a lot of it. And uh, <laughs> I try to work my way around and visit all twenty two food operations during the five days of the event. And uh, needless to say, I've been able to pull that off so successfully the last few years. Now I have to start a diet by the beginning of August so that I'm ready. <laughs> you know, but yeah, we've got great food operations during the Old Threshers reunion, and like I said, it's always five days ending Labor Day, and. and um, this association works hard to still make this a family affordable event. Uh, $20 right now, if you buy it before June 1st, is what you pay to get in all five days. Oh, wow. And even after June 1st, it's only $30, so it's still only $6 a day. You get everything on the grounds, and you get the big-name country music stars included in that admission price. And if you only want to come for one day, it's only 15 bucks, and you can still get to see that entertainment that night on the big stage. So, And then there's, like, family pricing? or no, just And kids 10 and under are free. 10 so and under, 10 okay. and under are free still to our event. So if, you know, um, bring the family, and if they're under 10, the kids get in free. Otherwise, they buy, you know, one day or a five-day as well. But, you know, not sure many places you can go and get all of that, plus country music shows at night uh, for, you know, 20 bucks for five days worth of entertainment, you know. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. Last time I took my family to an, uh, to an amusement park, it was a lot more than that. Yeah. You know, and that was just a one-day adventure, so. My, my recollection is we, we were always back at the farmhouse uh, before the big evening events because my, my the grandparents go to bed pretty early, so. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. No problem. Nice to meet you.